Welcome to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. This is your host, Jenny Morrow, and I am thrilled that you are here learning how to have the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. Okay, wow, I am feeling so glad to be here connecting with all of you today and feeling so glad to be back. Bryce and I have been out traveling the last five days. We went down south to see his family and it was a really great trip. It was so great in so many ways and it was also really hard in a few ways. And so I just want to say to everyone out there who is working on advanced relationship work, this is This stuff is amazing, and sometimes it's so hard. It is both. And so I'm just letting you all know that you're not in it alone, all right? Bryce and I work on this ourselves. I work on this myself. He works on this himself. And we are here supporting all of you who care about advanced relationship work. So today we have an episode I'm really excited about. And I actually was just feeling really enlivened and inspired as I was thinking about doing this episode this morning. So today I'm going to be talking about boundaries and three myths about boundaries that we believe and how those myths keep us from setting boundaries that actually work to help us create more of what we want in our relationship life and less of what we don't. And the reason I want to talk about boundaries today is because it is absolutely essential to advanced relationship experiences to know and understand boundary work. And I've been seeing a lot of private clients struggling with boundaries lately, and maybe it's because I myself have also been struggling with boundaries lately, and so it's just something that's really on my mind, and it's something that's ever-changing. You know, we can get into a place where we have clear boundaries And they're working, and then suddenly next week, next month, next year, 10 years from then, those boundaries don't work anymore, right? The circumstances change, we change, other people change. So boundaries boundaries are not a static thing. There is a real science and art to boundary work. And so it actually can be a really exciting and enlivening process when we understand what boundaries are and what their purpose is. And so there, are, here are some of the things I've been hearing myself or clients say that really allude to the existence of these three myths that we're going to talk about today. So lately I've been hearing things like, someone is not respecting my boundaries, or he or she is walking all over my boundary, or how do I get them to keep my boundary, or that person is ignoring my boundary, Or it's not working to set boundaries. These are some of the phrases I've been hearing lately that allude to, again, these three myths. So today I'm going to talk about each myth and then I'll dive in a little bit deeper and I'll give some examples. And then at the end, I'll wrap it all up with a specific tool and practice that you can use in your boundary setting work. And as always, these principles work for all relationships whether it's personal relationships or professional relationships. And so you may even benefit from noticing, are there certain areas where I feel like my boundary setting is effective? 
Are there certain areas where it's not? Do I feel like an effective boundary setter when I'm in a leadership position? Is it harder for me when I'm in a more, um, like a, in a, a team position? Is that a harder place for me to set boundaries? Is it easier for me in my personal relationships? Is it, is it more difficult in my professional relationships? Is it easier with friends? Is it harder with a spouse? So it might even help to look at, you know, what is one or two relationships right now where I'm struggling to set effective boundaries? And what is one or two relationships where my boundary work and my boundary setting is actually going really well? And the purpose of this topic today, just like it always is, is to help you manifest and create more of what you want in your relationship life. So that's why we're talking about boundaries today, is to help you get more of what you want, and boundaries are amazing for this. Okay, a big myth, and I see this all the time, including for years I believed this one myself. This myth is that the closer you get, the less boundaries you need. The closer you get, the less boundaries you need. So for example, with your children, the less boundaries you need. Or the closer I get to a loved one. Let's say I start dating someone and then we get closer and we get closer and we get closer and we start to bring our boundaries down, right? But maybe we're not setting new ones to be appropriate to the relationship as it's moving forward because so many of us believe that the closer we get, the less boundaries we need. The closer we get in friendship, the less boundaries we need. The closer we get in a love relationship, the closer we get even maybe in a professional relationship, right? So if I partner with someone in business, the less boundaries we need. I need more boundaries with my employees than with my business partners, for example. So this myth can play out in a lot of ways. And I like to call it a myth because from my perspective, it is a myth. And the truth is that the closer you get the more essential boundaries become. So the closer you get to yourself and who you really want to be in this life and the more aligned you are with your truest potential and desires, you know, the more essential boundaries become. Same thing in a love relationship. The closer you get to another human being and who you really are and who they really are, the more essential boundaries become The closer you want to get to your children, the more essential boundaries become. The closer you want to get in your professional relationships, the more essential boundaries become. The closer I want to get with clients, the more essential boundaries become. So it doesn't mean that the closer we get, the more rigid boundaries we we need. It just means that the closer we get, the more essential boundaries become. So the way that I describe this in the Intimacy Blueprint which if you haven't gotten the Intimacy Blueprint yet, go to www.advancedrelationshipacademy.com and go to the podcast link up above and click on the Get My Intimacy, Get My Free Intimacy Blueprint today. You want to go and get that. It's going to have a full one hour or maybe 30 minute, I forget how long it is, but there's a full masterclass that goes through the Intimacy Blueprint and it starts to talk a little bit about boundaries I don't dive in the way I am here in this episode where we have a lot of time to talk about it, but it's going to show how boundaries fit into the bigger picture of the kind of relationships that you're wanting to create. So make sure you go and get that blueprint. It is the foundation to everything I teach and do. And so you want to know it. You want to have it. It's the first thing I go over with all of my private clients and it is, it's an incredible free gift. So Don't skip out on it just because it's free. Go and get it and take some time to watch that masterclass 
and to start to go through the blueprint so you can see how this works. Okay, and one of the things that you'll see in the blueprint is that boundaries are what I call the gatekeeper of the authentic self. So if you're struggling to be who you really want to be in life, if you're struggling to have the kind of financial life you really want, the kind of love relationship you really want, the kind of marriage you really want, the kind of health you really want, then one of your first questions is, are my boundaries in that area clear? Do I understand them? Are they effectively set? Because if we're, if we're wanting something and we're not getting as much of what we want, just the lack of getting what we want is a clue that somewhere we're probably missing a boundary. And not too long ago, I was listening to something by Brene Brown, and she said that in the research, one of the things that they found was the most authentic people were the most boundaried people. I was like, exactly. I've had this on the Intimacy Blueprint now for, you know, seven, eight years. And so that's been clear to me. And yet sometimes I forget it. I forget how important boundaries are in my own life. And to hear that in the research, it really shows up that way felt so helpful because I would say, you know, over the last 12 years of my work with private clients and after sitting in, you know, over 11,000 sessions, I would say that I see the same thing. If we want to show up more authentically and get more of what we really want, we have to be able to effectively set boundaries. And the closer we want to get to ourselves or to other people, the more essential boundaries become. So let me give you some examples so that this makes more sense. Okay, so for me, the closer I've gotten to who I really want to be, the more essential boundaries have become. Back in the day, before I knew what I wanted to do for my career, before I had a lot of movement towards creating the kind of relationship life I wanted, you know, I kind of floated around a bit. You know, I'd get jobs here and there and I would, I would stay up late. I would sleep in. I didn't eat as well. There were certain things that it just didn't matter so much. It didn't matter if I got a great night's sleep because I'd wake up and go to a job I didn't really love anyways and I didn't really care if I was all that awake. It became more and more important as I became more and more aligned with who I really want to be in life. And now at this point in my life, it's really important to get a good night's sleep. It's really important in my marriage that when we communicate, that there are certain agreements set, you know, that we can take space to create an intention for why we're sharing something with each other. It becomes more and more important that we hone in on these little details As we get closer, one of the things Bryce and I, because we want such a deeply connected relationship, it's really important for us to have check-ins where we're really checking in and it's not just how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good or I'm doing fine. It's no, I'm going to sit with you while you close your eyes and you go deeper and you see what's really happening for you right now. And I'm just going to be here and then vice versa. And then how does that impact each of us individually? How does that impact the relationship? What do we do to help support each other? Because that also helps support the relationship. It's really about honing these things in and getting more and more clear on what helps to support us creating the kind of environment in which we can really thrive individually, relationally, professionally, physically, emotionally, mentally. The closer you get the more essential boundaries become. Okay, the second myth, and I couldn't find a better way to say this. It's kind of wordy, but I'm just going to say it because this is kind of how it comes out 
of people's mouths or in their mental framework. That boundaries are there to help me get someone to do something differently. AKA boundaries are there to help me control and manipulate another person. And we don't usually say it like that. We don't usually say, oh, this is here to help me control or manipulate another person. But people often say to me, well, my boundaries there to get so-and-so to not do this. Or I've set this boundary so that so-and-so doesn't do this or does do this. The myth is that boundaries are there to help me get someone to do something differently. So, and this is what actually keeps a lot of people from also setting boundaries. So some people are, they don't want to be controlling or influential in any way, right? There's a fear that if I have influence, then I'm controlling, or I've seen boundaries used to try to control people. There's this like conflict. It's like they want to set boundaries, but they don't know how to do it effectively, And they don't know how to do them with the intention in which boundaries are actually most effective. And so it can be this inner conflict between wanting to set boundaries, but also being scared of setting boundaries. I'm going to go to the foundation here, and I'm going to start by sharing my definition of a boundary. So my definition of a boundary is a boundary is for you, about you, and it's a conscious choice to create a container in which you can choose to be the authentic self. That's it. A boundary is for you, about you, and it's a conscious choice to create a container in which you can choose to be the authentic self. So a boundary is never about another person. It's never about what they do or don't do. So let me give you an example. Let's say someone comes up to me and they try to, let's say they try to hit me. My initial response might be to duck away. Now that reaction in that moment is a sort of genetically programmed boundary to protect myself. It's to back away. Okay, so if someone comes at me physically or otherwise, it might be to back away. Once we get more and more clear on what the circumstance really is, then we can say, you know, is it safe for me to say no? Is it safe for me to say stop? And this can happen if someone's coming at us emotionally, verbally, energetically, physically, someone's in an unsafe situation, the boundary might be I go to the police. It might be that I go and get help. And the resources may not be perfect, and I get that. But that is the boundary. If if the circumstance is safe enough, then the boundary might be to say no, no. By saying no, my goal is not to control you. In a good relationship situation, we will influence each other and have impact, and that is not a bad thing. But the no is to be very clear that I am not okay with that. You can do it. If you keep pushing, if you keep coming at me, then I will leave. I will walk away and that's maybe my next boundary or I'll go get help. Again, that could be a further boundary. But even on very, very mild or subtle things, if we get someone's energy coming at us in a way that feels at all threatening or harmful, what is our boundary? Our boundary is what we do for us and it's about us. And it might be a no. It might be a stop sign. If someone asks us to do something that we don't feel comfortable doing, saying no is a boundary, right? It's just saying, no, here's a a conscious choice I'm making to create a container in which I can stay my authentic self. And if I allow that in, that's not authentic for me. That keeps me from feeling safe and showing up authentically. So for example, saying no is a boundary. Um, A boundary could be that when this happens, I share my feelings, So one of my boundaries with my husband is that I don't pretend. 
And you guys have maybe heard me talk about this. I know I've definitely talked about it either on the podcast or in coaching calls. You know, but one of my boundaries is I don't pretend. Now, I do still pretend because sometimes it's so subtle that I barely catch it. Or it's so subtle that I don't catch it. It's just, it's not quite at the level of awareness I need it to be at yet for me to speak up. And sometimes it takes a little bit of some shitty stuff happening before I go, oh, there's the there's the thing that I stuffed down. It was so subtle and I stuffed it down so quick that I didn't, I wasn't able to maintain my awareness of it long enough to figure out how to communicate it effectively. Even though I do still sometimes pretend, my boundary is that I don't pretend. So when I feel angry, my boundary is that I say, I feel angry. If I feel sad, my boundary is that I say, I feel sad. If I feel confused, my boundary is I say, I feel confused. And that does have an impact on my husband, on my partner Bryce. That has an impact. And because we work on this stuff together, he's able to then talk about what he's experiencing or feeling. So we have tools and we have ways of talking that really work for us. And those are boundaries that we've set in place so that he can show up as his authentic self and I can show up as my authentic self. And together we can creatively problem solve and reach solutions that really work to help us both get our needs met fully and completely. A boundary could be that we can walk away. Another boundary that I also have is that I state explicitly what I want. Now, again, I don't always do this, whether it's with Bryce or whether it's with my family of origin or whether it's in friendships. I don't always state explicitly what I want. And again, it usually comes back and bites me in the butt until I notice it. And then I can go and do a redo and get more clear. Does that make sense? Boundaries are not there to help us get anyone to do anything differently. Now, our boundary for us, about us, that allows us to show up more authentically may impact or influence someone in such a way that they do do something differently, but that's coincidence in a way. And obviously with someone who has been open to our influence in the past, you know, There can be patterns of people who are going to be more likely to let us influence them, to be influenced by us, and to influence us. And in a great relationship, both things happen. We both influence and are influenced in a way that allows us to become more and more of who we really are and in a way that allows us to create more and more environments in which we can thrive. So again, you want to watch for the evidence Is this struggle that we're working out, is it working to create more of what we want? If it's not, we may need to get some support and help so that we can do it in a way that's more effective. Okay, so third myth, and this one's kind of similar to number two, but it's also a little bit different. The third myth is that other people are responsible for respecting my boundaries. Again, I just, I hear so much of this when people say things like, someone's not respecting my boundary. Well, I've been setting this boundary and they're just not respecting it. And people think that that means that the problem is the boundary. Well, it may be if you're creating a boundary that's about them because a boundary is never supposed to be about another person. A boundary is always about you. If you're creating a boundary that's about you and they're, quote, not respecting it or they're walking all over it, then you don't have a very good boundary in place. It's not very clear, probably. It doesn't have the quality or the conditions or the parameters that make it an effective boundary. So let's say my boundary is to choose a safe work environment to work in. Uh, I'll give a personal example here. So when I first started in the therapy world, uh, I was working for an agency doing some therapy work. 
And I'd had a really pretty good relationship with my boss. After I'd been there a couple of years, I decided to go out, well, I decided to possibly go out and do private practice. And he was pretty bummed about that, understandably so. You know, I had started with them near the beginning of their company getting going and and they had given me some amazing opportunities. They had trained me on some things that were just amazing. And so when the opportunity of private practice came up and I discussed it with him, he immediately felt angry and threatened and just had a lot of reactions to it, all of which were understandable. And one of the things that started happening is he would come into my office just randomly and start laying into me about things. And it wasn't feeling safe. And one of my boundaries was that I work only in safe places. So when it went from being a safe experience to feeling unsafe, the potential like temptation in that moment can be to say, well, this person's not respecting my boundary. You know, I want to work in a safe environment and they're not being safe. Again, the boundary is never about another person. So for me, it became a choice as to how I was going to respond. That was going to be the boundary. So the boundary for me became, I am going to leave in one to two weeks unless we can figure something out. So the plan was for me to stay for three more months and finish up with a lot of my clients. And when it got feeling unsafe, then I realized I can't, I can't stay in this environment that it's not feeling okay. And so what I ended up doing was I set up a meeting. I said, I I need to set up a time to talk and I need there to be the other owner here. It didn't feel safe to just be with the one owner. So there was another, I guess, partner, business partner there. I said, I would like to meet and I would like to have so-and-so present. And if he would have said no, then I would have said today is my last day. Then I'm leaving. And that wasn't to control him. It was to keep myself safe. So in this situation, we were able to meet, have a conversation, and he came, He was able to agree to some things that made it feel okay for me to stay for another month or two. I can't remember exactly how long I stayed, but it allowed me to stay until the agreed upon, the original agreed upon time and to feel good about it. And he kept his part of the bargain and it wasn't easy, but it worked out and I felt safe enough that it felt okay to stay. When I say safe enough, like it literally felt safe enough. Even though it wasn't perfect, I didn't need more safety than that to feel like I could stay and stay in alignment with myself. No one is responsible for respecting our boundaries. Our boundaries are a gift we give ourselves. Other people may or may not respect them. And if they're not respecting them, then we have choices. Now, obviously, this gets more confusing, a little bit more intense when we're in places where there are power structures in place that make this difficult. So, for example, you know, if I were, I don't work with children or teenagers anymore, but if I were to work with a younger person, Setting boundaries is going to be different than if I'm working with a parent because there's a power differential between parents and children. Same thing between bosses and employees. Same thing between um, anytime you have an authority figure in place. So even with me and clients, you know, the goal is that in terms of power, we stay on equal footing. But I also understand that in some ways I'm an authority figure giving advice at times or giving suggestions. And so it's really important for me to maintain an awareness of how that could impact someone's ability to set boundaries. And that's not my responsibility to set anyone's boundaries for them, but it's really important that I respect other people by not using my boundary setting to try to control or manipulate clients, for example. 
It becomes a little bit trickier when we have different power differentials at play. For men and women, you know, in homes where there's any kind of abuse, often, just in general, men are physically stronger. It's why domestic violence is more threatening for women, physically more threatening for women. Emotionally, women in general tend to have a little bit more emotional literacy than men. That's not always the case, but based on our culture and how how things work in our culture, and maybe based on some natural inclinations, I don't know, biologically, women tend to have sometimes the upper hand emotionally. That's at least been the case in a lot of my relationships where I could misuse emotion to really hurt people. And again, both men and women can definitely be abusive, abusive physically or emotionally. You know, it's really important to pay attention to am I dramatizing something? And that doesn't mean that we put up with any neglect or abuse emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, or otherwise. But it also means, um, do I know how to use my emotions effectively to create a container of safety for myself and allow that to influence someone? But there are certain power dynamics that can cause a little bit more complexity. So what I want you to look at is I want you to look at what is one thing I want to experience more or less of in my relationship life. And it could be in a professional relationship. It could be in a personal relationship. Okay, what is it I want to experience more or less of in my relationship life? I'm going to give you just a moment here. I'm going to do the same thing and just think about it for a moment. Okay, then once you're clear about that, and you can even jot it down, Okay, so I want more dot, 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 or I want less dot, dot, dot. Mine has to do with energy. So I want more energy to create some experiences in my own personal life that I'm wanting to have. And then I want you to come up with one boundary that can help support you in that movement. One boundary that can help support you in that movement. The boundary could be anything from I'm committed to taking things less personally, if that really works. The boundary could be I share my feelings. The boundary could be I get more curious, I ask more questions. The boundary could be around time, space, energy, activities, communication, emotional processing, spirituality. So come up with one boundary that can help support you in creating a container that will allow you to create more of what you want or less of what you don't want. And if you feel stuck, if you don't know what to do, come to the Advanced Relationship Academy. We love doing boundary work here. We love talking about kind of going in and really looking at what about your boundary is going to be effective, not effective. What about it's working, not working? Why is it not working? Let's get more clear on how to create a more effective boundary that will work to help you get that thing you want in your life. You can find out more details at www.advancedrelationshipacademy.com. The Inner Circle is a great way to have live access to both Bryce and I every month where you can get coached. So that can be a great way to join a community where you can ask questions, get support. The private coaching is going to be our most in-depth process. So if you're really, really ready to invest at the highest level of support, then the private coaching is going to give you that. And make sure you go get your free intimacy blueprint because you do not want to miss out on understanding what it takes to create a truly intimate relationship life. 
So I love being here with you all today. Thanks for joining and I will talk to you soon.